Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is Dorothy Hamill reporting to you. No, just kidding. No, I got it. All right. It's Irliana Samsara. If you're new to the channel, hello. I do Hellenistic astrology blended with modern, and I just got a haircut. Now, I like this haircut, but the, you know how you always look good coming out of the hair salon? I feel like Dorothy Hamill right now. Ah, the bangs. I don't know. Kind of messed it up. Plus, there's this like weird, you know, I got this cowlick and I, whatever. All right. I, I, I do have um, important things to say, though. We got, oh, hi. Oh, no, baby. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, we have a we have a guest here. Hold on a minute. Hi. All right. This is this is a big for me. I wasn't playing. This is un unexpected, but this is look at this baby. Hello. Hello, sweetheart. Hello. This uh, Hello, baby. Oh, OK. okay. Well, let's go. Um, that <laughs> who is that? All right. So for those of you who've been following the channel, um, you know, this has been a rough year for me losing my kitties, but um, this little kitty has wandered into my life. So um, I call her Marble because she looks like a marble. She's a tortoise shell. But anyway, I, all right, Marble, Marble, Mom, all right, Mommy's, Mommy's working. So um, I gotta, gotta get back to the podcast. People are waiting. It's a big week astrologically, Marble. Marble, it's a big week. All right. <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, anyway, I'll just keep, I know she likes pets. She likes pets. Um, all right, so I have my notes here. And uh, let me get there. That's one more time. Look at this baby. Isn't he cute? You're such a baby. She's Okay, I'll let you go. All right, so she just came to visit. Don't climb in front of the camera. Okay, please. Not Okay, well, you, like we don't own the house, right? It's always the cats. Anyway, uh, let me move on here. <laughs> we got an exciting week um, in place. Um. What I want to share with you as I'm getting my hand licked <laughs> is, um, <laughs> okay, really cool. Uh, just shouting out about the, um, the, the astrology this week was really, um, I love to point out, here's a little piece of astrology in action. We had, um, you know, Mercury's approaching this trine with Uranus and Taurus. Mercury is in the sign of Capricorn right now. And so Capricorn is about government, politics. Um, you know, Mercury agreements, and here's legislation that is honoring the Respect for Marriage Act that got um, that got passed um, for, um, and I, let me show you this lovely little screen share here. Uh, let me see, pull that up just a second. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, look, there she is. Okay, okay, honey, I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, I'm trying to show you the Respect for Marriage Okay, yes, baby. Okay, here we go. Let's look together. <laughs> there is the, the beautiful picture of the capital of the U.S., uh, the White House, and in these beautiful colors to honor and celebrate the uh, Biden signing the Respect for Marriage Act. So there's a beautiful example of astrology in action, right? Mercury and Capricorn, Venus along for the ride. Venus is all about equality and certainly in the sign of Capricorn making, you know, setting down these this desire for harmony and um, and of course the marriage planet, right? In the sign of Capricorn, let's get that legislation signed in that nice overcoming trine to, yes, no, trine to Uranus and Taurus. So beautiful example, uh, colorful as well. And um, yeah, just wanted to share that with you. So um, anyway, I'm, um, what I also wanna say is just prayer request, uh, pray for that man in um, Iran. I don't remember his name, but he was sentenced to death. Well, he was the soccer player and he got sentenced to death for being a part of the protests in Iran. 
And it's just heartbreaking, of course, for all of them. There were two other young men that also were executed recently. And and so, um, you know, there there's another side of that Mercury and Capricorn could be, you know, some very serious news and uh, legislation and decisions made like this. However, um, you know, I'm hoping and praying, you know, praying for that man and praying for the highest. And maybe when Mercury goes retrograde at the end of the month, it's going to retrograde at like around December what, 29th. Um, then we'll have Mercury retrograde in the sign of Capricorn. And then, um, which could be a rollback of legislation, like, for example, this decision by them. And also the... Um, you know, with Mars is in Mercury's temple and he's retrograde. So Mars and Mercury will both be retrograde. So there could be some delay there or maybe a reconsideration. So, you know, just, just to let you know, like my prayers go out to all those people and everyone who is standing up and fighting for um, what is right. And um, that brings us into Jupiter, Jupiter going back into Aries. Um, so we, um, so this week's astrology, very busy Sunday, the 18th to, and through Saturday, December 24th is when I'm covering here Jupiter's ingress. Um, so that desire for justice in going back into the sign of Aries, cause it's been retrograde for several months. Let's see, what was it? Was it May that it went, um, retrograde at eight degrees of Aries? Let me just check real quick. Okay. It was, um, Jupiter was in the sign of uh, Aries from May 10th to October 27th. It went up to eight degrees and then it backtracked, retrograded. And so in that time period of May 10th to October 27th, that's when, um, so when you, what we're looking at is whatever started happening or was occurring for you in those months, Jupiter is now back in that place and will be back in that place uh, moving forward, starting on um, the 20th, it will be, and it'll stay in Aries, and it'll just march right through. It's already had its, you know, its retrograde in partially in the sign of Aries. It's just going to march right through into May 16th. Well, then it will enter Taurus. Uh, Stormy Grace and I had a great little chat um, last week around Jupiter's in ingress into Taurus and what that's going to look like this year. So, um, have a I'll put the link to that below it was uh, she's always wonderful I love talking to her um but anyway um yeah so that'll be like what we're facing for the 2023 but from now and through through May we will have Jupiter in Aries what will that look like well um very much you know this is Jupiter is the largest planet in the solar system and so it's like whatever you know it's it's the gas pedal right it's the largest planet has this huge magnetic pull and in the sign of Aries that's going to be a very much a strong obviously as we've seen with the protests in Hong Kong Iran and around the world um, people protesting and standing up for justice right the justice the law doing what is right what is morally right so in the sign of Aries is like the individual sovereignty. So we're going to see, keep seeing more of that. And I would say just to be in terms of, um, you know, like tips and, and uh, guidance for, you know, what we how we handle that. Obviously, it will it can produce outrageous results, but we also have to be careful that we're not being overly impatient. You know, Jupiter is always like. I want it now and everything must be big and grandiose. And in the sign of Aries, that could be uber, uber overkill of impatience and anger and violence. So we want to make sure we're channeling that Aries energy into instead of being violent, which is just 
anger is, and violence is just energy that is misdirected. And, and so we can channel it into courage. Being a courageous spiritual warrior would be a very high use, a high road of, of Jupiter and Aries. Spiritual warrior. Um, so uh, I would say that um, as we, um, it's interesting because when the harmonic convergence happened in 1987, it was this some of you probably weren't alive yet. All right. Well, anyway, I just remember it very well. It was this huge global event where everybody came together in this like giant, like 80s version of like meditation. But it was this amazing um, a, a trine of planets. But Jupiter was at 29 degrees of Aries when that happened. So um, it gives you an, a sense of this, of what we can accomplish when we channel and put our energies into the highest for the expansion of consciousness, right? Jupiter's all about the expansion of consciousness and the sign of Aries, it's like the individual and not looking outside of ourselves either. Like God is this some, you know, the personage or some concept that's outside of ourselves. It's like, we are, we are the God conscious principle and how it is um, where we are opening and moving into that awareness for our own selves, right? That would be more of an Aries archetype. But anyway, so yeah, Mar um, Aries, um, Jupiter ingress into Mars's temple. Remember, Mars is still retrograde until the middle of January, middle of next month. Can't believe it's next month already. Um, but anyway, Mars with Mars being retrograde for this 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 ingress this week. Um, it's still trying to sort things out and, and it's still very, you know, it's really saying to us like, hey, you know, in your quest for being moral and right, you know, and not to be arrogant, not to be um, judgmental and arrogant and feeling entitled and um, overkill, you know, those are all things that um, Jupiter can bring. The, uh, the arrogant, you know, spiritual arrogance and hypocrisy and spiritual, um, uh, you know, uh, this, you know, uh, the, the sense of I'm a, the, the martyr savior, you know, I must, you know, God told me, you know, what did Bush say when, um, when the Iraq war started, like God told me to invade Iraq, you know, that would, that would be a really, yeah, whoa, right. Uh, I, I, you know, I have the authority of God that I'm supposed to, you know, clobber you. And uh, so, you know, yeah, so there, there's that things to avoid, right? And and how we know when we are moving in a more enlightened, um, actualized self and state is when we are moving away from those concepts and to do what's morally right, but, but we're not clobbering people over the head. We're enthusiastic and we're courageous, but we're not gonna be um, forcing our beliefs on others, right? So that that's not easy. We're gonna see a lot of this playing out, but anyway, at least we know where the uh, powerful astro lies. All right, so then on the 21st is we have our uh, winter solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, summer solstice in the Southern Hemisphere, the sun ingressing into the sign of Capricorn, which means it's in Saturn's domain, right? Saturn, Capricorn. This is the, um, the, in, the Capricorn ingress. It's just a fancy term for entrance, right? And so let me pull up what, that's, what that looks like here. So for this, for this solstice season. So this is kind of like a a, um, a a sense of, I have it here for Washington DC. And this is the, this is basically um, uh, what we're looking at is the, uh, well, actually that is the current trend. Hold on a second, let me, let me change this for a moment. 
I'm already feeling the Mercury shadow retrograde in Capricorn, right? <laughs> and here it is, the chart of Washington, D.C., right? Capricorn energy all the way through. Anyway, let me show you what this looks like. Um, so here we go. And this is the um, the winter solstice. I set it for the capital U.S., right? Washington, D.C. But you, as you can see here, the we have a, an, an interesting stellium in Capricorn. You still got Mercury and Venus there for the, for the solstice and Pluto as well. So they're all co-present. I think the biggest thing we want to look at, again, this is like a birth chart for the next three months for the winter slash summer season, depending on where you are. This is kind of like an, uh, an outlook of thing, a general, uh, in general sense. The most striking thing to me is this, um, um, the sun is, you know, in the sign of Capricorn in an exact square. It'll be perfect the next day, the 22nd, but the sun in an exact square to, uh, to, um, to Jupiter is, you know, this, this sense when you, when you have a, um, the sun in the sign of, um, whenever the sun's in Capricorn, of course, it's the seriousness. And you think about this, this withdrawal of the, you know, in the Northern hemisphere is like this withdrawal of the light force and into what's, uh, you know, you're getting ready. You're in this, the deepest, darkest part of winter, but then it's the cardinal sign. It's a return, right? The return of the light. And so that's the symbolic version, right? If you're in, in the, if you need this and you're listening in, you know, New Zealand, you want to say, wait a minute, it's the middle of summer. Well, this is symbolically this return of light. And so um, when we see th this particular um, season carries uh, a lot of significance with establishing a really strong foundation, you know, especially because you got Venus, the planet of harmony, and, and opportunity with connections, social connections made at the highest levels, government, politics, um, a lot of hard work. Uh, you know, this the, the Capricorn way is to, you know, slog on and do lots and lots of work and, and achievement. And oh, hello, hello, baby. Okay. Um, I'm glad she's feeling, she's getting used to me. Yay. She's a rescue from, from the street. You're a beautiful baby. Yes, you want to talk about Capricorn? Yes, baby. Okay, um, so I don't know. I haven't tested in horror astrology yet, so it remains to be seen. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, well, like I was saying, this this carries a lot about um, getting my elbow licked. <laughs> okay, all right, baby. Okay, okay, I know. So mommy's just trying to talk about the the Capricorn ingress. <laughs> okay, uh, so the v Venus and very close with the Venus. Um, Mercury and Pluto all together, they are co-present. There's a lot about significantly um, a, a desire for uh, these a significant um, laying down important um, time-tested long-standing agreements that will stand the test of time that are the right thing to do, which is in terms of our um, our new society, right? Because Saturn is in, is in um, the sign of Aquarius as this is happening. So Saturn in, in domicile. So this is definitely around an eye to the future of what we can correct and what we can, uh, what kind of new foundations and long lasting uh, change and their, their structure of reality, you know? So we're really looking deeply at these um, ideas and at how are our ideas and our alliances and our loyalties in, in uh, harmony with a healthy, sustainable government and society and foundation. 
and in our own lives, you know, what I would say with the Pluto co-present there, it's like, again, we're looking at, you know, maybe there's some pain body that um, there for sure is, this is an ongoing process, the pain body being flushed up so that we can have that new society, that we can um, heal uh, past things, uh, past family dynamics that are, you know, kind of a little off or a, a lot off. Um, secrets and things that maybe we were not aware of or fears and subconscious patternings that are in our family dynamics, our family DNA or genealogy. So this is a great opportunity um, for discovering the truth, all right, uh, the truth of these things. With that square with uh, Jupiter, I would say, yeah, um, the sun squaring Jupiter for this, um, for this, um, yes, you know, I have to learn how to be able to deliver Astra while having my my hand and uh, lift. <laughs> I guess I don't know, but I'm really glad you're here. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, ouch, ouch, ouch. No, no, don't bite. All right. Um. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Is you know it, it, the big signature for this these three months of um from the solstice in December, January, February are going to be uh, very much around doing the right thing um, and letting having the laws support rights, the rights of the individual with Jupiter at the zero degrees of, of Aries, you know, and this is a cardinal, it's a cardinal ingress, Jupiter's in a cardinal sign. So um, yeah, I, I would say that these themes are going to be, you know, continue to be um, established and, you know, really, um, yeah, just established and, and at the forefront. So let me move that out of the way here. And um, okay, mommy, mommy has more to say. Okay, we do. Ah, all right. <laughs> ah, alrighty. So we have. Um, <laughs> I don't like to. Who wants to put down enthusiasm? All right, it's. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, baby. Okay. At least the moon's not Leo. Woo. But anyway, so now that was that, and uh, I want to say too about Venus. Um, Venus on the um, the twenty second, right after that solstice. Uh, Venus is going to be an exact trine to Uranus. So, um, and it she'll also be out from under the sun fully. So she hasn't been seen in several months because remember there was that Kazemi in the end of uh, October and all this time from the end of October until now, until this week, she's been what's called under the beams, under the beams of the sun. So the goddess, everything, goddess and love and peace and harmony and agreement has been getting worked on, right? So all these people have been hard at work, say, for example, going back to the example of the Respect for Marriage Act, you know, behind the scenes, right? Can't see it, the sun, the solar figure, the government or the monarch or the president or, you know, anything, all of that, which represents the sun, um, you know, and so there are these agreements that are being worked out in these corridors of power. And then now she is able to now she's coming out. She started being visible about a week or so ago, right around the, the, the full moon. At sunset, you would be able to see her just emerging, but now she'll be fully out, 15 degrees out, fully out from under the beams. So now emerging as an evening star. So there's more of a yang, a peaceful uh, energy of Venus, of that the peacemaker. I, I always think of the yin, the, the uh, sorry, the yin, the yin energy of of uh, morning of evening star. I always think of Ralph Lauren's silk pajamas. You know, like Venus, right? Wants luxury and salt and beauty and elegance, and in that evening star, it's like, yeah, man, lay back, laid back. You know, put on your silk pajamas and have a glass of wine. You know, and so that's the kind of energy that she's 
bringing it's it's not that warrior you know stand up and fight you know rah, rah, rah. so it's it's good it's wonderful because with jupiter in mars's sign you know here comes venus is like okay chill everybody just you know we all want justice but we can we can do it and we can um be passionate but let's also just um you know keep it keep it cool all right um <clears throat> The new moon is coming, yay! On the, so right after that solstice, we've got the new moon at one degree of Capricorn, thirty-two minutes, and um, again with the square to Jupiter is very prominent, of course, for this full moon. In the the host of the moon is, of course, of this new moon is Saturn, and Saturn is in aversion to its um, this new moon. Sorry, is in aversion <clears throat> to um, to Saturn which means they can't see each other. So that's not always the greatest situation. If you can't see, it's like you're in this Airbnb and your host, you know, you're staying in your host's house, but he's not next door. And if you need him, it's like, ah, oh, I can't find him. Where is he? You know, can't see. It's like a little blind spot. However, I went back in my Chris Brennan book, my Hellenistic astrology textbook, this huge tome. And I was glad I did. I looked up aversion and to reorient myself with all the fine points um and it basically he he said and i'm like oh that's right that's right saturn's a malefic and when a malefic's an aversion it can actually be a good thing so you think about it malefic meaning it's a challenging planet it can cause some distress and 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 trouble but also um i would say just challenge in general so when a planet's an aversion like this new moon is an aversion to its ruler Saturn. It's um, it can it can provide. It, it's actually okay because then maybe the malefic effects, the difficult effects, won't be. It will be like get mitigated here. So um, maybe it's a when I think about malefic effects, Saturn and Aquarius, the thing, the first thing that comes up for me is like this feeling of polarization that we've had in our society between like Democrats and Republicans, and it's like we're something's got to give. You know that rigidity, which can be. That's the shadow side of Aquarius is like getting so stuck in dogma, you know? So I I feel good that, okay, this is a blessing, you know? So we hopefully we won't go in that direction and there'll be more of an emphasis upon doing the right thing and, um, and establishing a healthy society that's built to last, that's sustainable. All right. Um, yeah, uh, and the also the new moon is in the bounds of Mercury. So Mercury's is the one that's setting the rules. You know, if you're in a dormitory and you have that, you know, in college dorms, they have that, the woman who was like the, I don't know what they'd call her. She was like the one that checked in on the girl. Hey, you know, everybody, you know, there's a curfew. You got to play by her rules. Well, this bounds, this new moon is in the bounds of Mercury. So we're playing by the rules of Mercury and mercury is about to go retrograde it's in mercury's in that sign too so it's like okay we're going to be looking at um lots of certainly lots of things changing our minds the very foundations of which we of that we consider ourselves to be our mind our thoughts our our connections with family members with you know people in high places all of these things standing in integrity um last mature thinking standing the test of time right so these are like the some of the qualities that are going to be coming up in in this new moon um the 29th mercury is going to be conjunct exactly with venus um at, at the first quarter moon so she's 
Mercury and Venus will be uh, even more powerfully aligned. Um, and again, looking at those things around strategic partnerships, this, is a, this would really speak to strategic partnerships, long-lasting alliances, uh, loyalties. When Mercury goes retrograde and, and Venus exactly in that conjunction, um, it's going to be... Um, Oh, that's the 29th. Oh, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Look at that. Well, Mercury loves to jump around and jump ahead. That's not till the 29th. This, this art, this, just have it for next week, right? The week after next. But this podcast is just for, I did a whole bunch of things ahead. I'm trying to be good. New foundations, right? Plan ahead. Oh my goodness, me? <laughs> but um, 12, 29. Yes, on the 29th of the month when Mercury goes in that, with that exact conjunction for the retrograde, right? But we're not there yet, but I. But at least what we'll know that during this new moon, um, in the bounds of Mercury, it's going to say, "Hey, let's reconsider some things that we had thought were very set." And Capricorn can also be about traditions and things of the past. So all of these ideas coming into play, coming into review, coming into be, to be reconsidered during this upcoming Mercury retrograde. But since the new moon is going to be, um, you know, the Mercury retrograde is going to start during this this new moon cycle with the new moon in Capricorn. It's certainly um, all of these ideas are, are really coming up really strongly to be looked at. I would also say, too, in my next um, episode, I'm going to be chatting with Katerina, who is a personal. She's got the moon in Capricorn. I have her permission to share that. She knows about organization. You talk about. Uh, you know how Mercury and Capricorn is about living spaces. Mercury, sorry, Mercury retrograde is is about we always clean up our our places and spaces, right? Well, Mercury in the sign of retrograde in Capricorn is like organizing on steroids, and she's going to be sharing with us. Um, you'll stay tuned. You'll see some some of the great benefits that we don't realize that we're not aware of when we do undertake these things in our own living environment. So that'll be a conversation for the next episode. But in the meantime. Just know that these these um, ideas are really much front and center for this new moon cycle about getting organized in many, many different places, not only our personal spaces, but our attitudes, our thoughts, our stories that we have, even the stories that we have about being organized, about being efficient, about what we want to achieve in our life. Well, what about our career? When you think about Capricorn, um, <clears throat> our workout our work out in the world, our reputations, of things of this nature. So um, having said that, um, I think that's all I wanted to um, talk about. But yeah, we're in that shadow period of, of Mercury um, getting, it's, it's already into the shadow. And so this new moon will, again, will be Mercury shadow retrograde and, um, and then going into the full retrograde. So yeah, a lot about re redoing and revising. All right. Uh, I guess that's it for now. And I will uh, see you all next time. I hope that this was useful to you. Keep Remember, keep everybody in your prayers, the world, the world at large. Um, it's an exciting time. Lots going on this week and into next year. And um, we also have, I'm so excited, um, Ari Moshe Wolf is coming back. Um, we're going to talk part two around Pluto in Aquarius and squaring the nodes and then certain times in 2023 where it's really that evolutionary conversation is going to be really loud. So you can all write that on our calendars. Um, Andrea Michelle is also coming back. Yay. We, 
she had that snowstorm, but thank goodness it's over. <laughs> so she couldn't, she had no electricity. So um, anyway, we're going to be, we're re 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 convening and um, she's also got some deeply beautiful conversations to guide us through for 2023. She was just on Astrology Hub yesterday. I'm sure if you go to astrologyhub.com, you can probably see the replay every year they do that forecast you know uh, event and it's a beautiful lovely wonderful astrologers and so uh, you can see her talking uh, there as well anyway that's all for now I hope you have a great week and I love you all very much Mwah! have a wonderful blessed Christmas uh, Kwanzaa Eve and um, into these holidays and we will see you next week this is Irliana Samsara Star Sound Speaks StarSoundAstrology.com thanks for listening bye for now